0: Welcome to Pablo Torre Finds Out. I am Pablo Torre, and today we're going to find out what this sound is.
1: Hello? Hey,
0: Dad. Yeah, hi. Hey. Hey, I'm recording something for my podcast. Yeah. Um, do you know what uh, post-nut clarity is? Yeah. Post what? Post-nut clarity. Right after this ad. You're listening...
2: Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
0: I got in trouble with Liz uh, because when we were dating, I would uh, borrow her laptop. Uh-oh. And I would go to a website that I've just revisited now for the first time since the last time I, I was shamed for this, which is sexmusic.tumblr.com. Oh, what's wrong with that? It turns out uh, that in her mind, uh, this was very, uh, I, I guess, not very thoughtful and also just like creepy. Sexmusic.tumblr.com. Oh, I mean, may- maybe
3: I don't know what's on this Tumblr, but I would just assume it's, like, a list of the best songs to, like, have sex to. That's why I went. Yeah. I feel like that's
0: romantic. Like, you put some effort in. I could have used you as my defense attorney at what did time. You, what did you say? I apologized and said I would never put this on again. <laughs> what? You know what the problem is. Never mind. What's the, what's,
3: I, I, what's the problem? the music creates an expectation. Mm. And when you're listening to songs about people putting it down in various ways, whether it's an upbeat song, whether it's a slow song, whether it's sensual, whether it's strong and delicate at the same time. Like, the, the music can tell you what we're looking for, and it's possible that you got a blockbuster soundtrack, but... A made-for-TV movie, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's possible that it makes it worse. Where yeah, you're you, like, you, you you have me queuing up, fuck John Williams, and I'm out here doing like some I don't know, some hee-haw. Yeah, I think you had. I think you queued up John Williams and. And
3: maybe you was giving a a little action Jackson, like you wasn't giving a a real action movie, <laughs> like it was playing action music in the background, but you was giving a um a talkie. It was, it was just out here. I was out here doing some fucking Charlie Chaplin. You yeah, was Charlie Chaplin when the music was suggesting
0: that she was about to get taken. I was, I was, I was. (laughs) You wasn't giving. I was just, I was just wiggling my nose (laughs) for the camera.
3: And taking your hat on and off.
0: The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, do not miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. DraftKings has you covered with lines on just about everything you can think of. I personally happen to love the player stat combos, particularly the points and assists and rebounds over under. And if you are new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out because new customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So what are you waiting for? Go and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PABLO. That's code PABLO for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. Or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Do you want to explain how we uh, yeah. came up with the subject of today's show? Well, we didn't come up with the
3: subject of today's show. You, Every conversation that you have in your life, and I've complained about this before,
0: you're just mining your friends and people in your life for content. I don't go into it yes, necessarily with the full clarity yes, that every conversation we have must be a show. Every conversation that you and I have
3: becomes a show and if I can't be on it you just get somebody else to talk about it like you just you, you milk me and I am nervous when I'm talking to you like oh my gosh whenever I talk
0: to Pablo whatever I say is gonna like is he actually listening to me or is he taking notes I am definitely editing in my head <laughs> while we're talking like oh that would be that could be a c-seg for today's show so we hung out a couple weeks ago and we were eating and I feel like
3: you're the one who sparked the thought in my mind I don't know how we got to
0: the story—I remember exactly how we got to the beginning of this. Right. Which is, I asked if you remembered who Orlando Cabrera is. Baseball guy. Yes. Stop. Really good defensive shortstop. Orlando Cabrera won a World Series. Won two Gold Gloves. Smashed up the middle. Orlando Cabrera, great diving stop from his knee, throws him out. <laughs> oh, a sensational
3: play by Orlando Cabrera. Boy, it certainly was. He realized he had to get rid of it in a hurry, so he gets rid of it from the seat of his pants.
0: Played for nine teams across 15 years in the major leagues. Um, And beyond being like a really good defensive goal glove shortstop, was also known for reading books, by the way. What are you reading now?
3: Uh, I just finished uh, 100 Years of Solitude from uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, who's a guy from Colombia. Okay. So, you know, I I like to be reading stuff all the time. Keeps your mind sharp. Yeah. Keeping the mind sharp, baby. I mean, it's your show. I'll I'll let no, you break this down. No, wheel.
0: no, no, no. We're 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 both driving this together, Dominique. You're not leaving me alone in potential shame because I am fascinated by how Orlando Cabrera keeps his mind sharp and his hands soft.
3: <laughs> Only one person can leave, Pablo. See,
0: that might have <laughs> been part of your problem. I keep on looking for a, a partner in crime. <laughs> And Dominique, to his credit, was very interested in the revelation that I had found out about this shortstop, um, which is that first team Orlando Cabrera ever plays for is the Montreal Expos. And what I've learned is, this is multiple people now, this is journalism, is that before every game Orlando Cabrera played, Orlando Cabrera used to walk into this modest storage room off the clubhouse, uh, the Expos clubhouse, uh, inside Olympic Stadium in solitude actually gabriel garcia marquez style and uh you know he would uh you would you would he would make some moves from the seat of his pants have you
3: gotten orlando cabrera to verify this we are actively
0: pursuing I mean, orlando cabrera well
3: because i i mean i feel like we should be we don't have to talk about it because the conversation doesn't have to be about orlando cabrera but that is how we got into it but i would feel bad spreading this if it's not something that is actually something that he's okay with owning up to or has, you know.
0: I have a similar, um, similar inclination. inclination, a pang of potential guilt. Yeah. But what I am told is that this is not a question. Oh. So I wanna I wanna I wanna ask you though, uh just as a as a former athlete, right? If you knew that one of your teammates was was, you know, just repeatedly calling for an ISO, you know, was, was, uh, perpetually celebrating Palm Sunday.
3: Was, was, on one? was
0: just taking a self-guided tour. Okay. You know, you empty. Oh, you guys having a one to get empty. What would you think? Have, have Did it, did this ever happen in your experience playing in the NFL? Um, I don't know. I mean, nothing that I knew of. I wouldn't have any.
3: So the locker room is a very intimate place. So, like, guys would be very comfortable talking about all types of things and doing all types of things that you wouldn't be comfortable with in other situations. When you go on road trips, particularly locker rooms are very small. Sometimes the stalls don't have doors on them and stuff. And, like, yeah, people are comfortable doing the things that they have to do. Uh No one's ever done been that damn comfortable. I I, I don't know that anyone does it or doesn't. Like, guys had sex night before games and stuff like that, for sure. And no one cared. But, yeah, it's not... It never really came up. It's natural. It's a thing that everyone likes to do. I mentioned to Pablo that I had a running joke with one of my friends is that there should be, before you make any major decisions, you should go ahead and... Get yourself to that state of mind where you are the, the clearest. And now for the men who are listening to this show, they know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know if women feel the same way, but it's it's there's this feeling where you just see the world more clearly. And historically in sports, we've always heard that you should not have sex close to a game like it or close to any competition. It's like
0: an old boxing thing. It's yes. It's an ancient tradition. It's in movies. Yeah. I mean, you'll only have to go as far as Rocky to find the exact opposite of uh, Cabrera-ism, let's call it.
3: Women weaken legs.
1: Yeah, but I really like this girl, you know? But
2: let her train you! Okay, no more fooling around. Okay, I hit it. Women
1: weaken legs, huh?
0: I believe that in boxing, an interesting thing has been happening for centuries, where even like, I I remember talking to like the best boxing trainer in the world, who is Freddie Roach. He's coached more world champions than anybody, I believe. It was ahead of Mayweather Pacquiao, that fight. And abstinence, it's a genuine coaching philosophy that he has for his fighters. And he talked about just how much he asks of them when we're when it regards um, their discipline.
1: I asked my fighters for 10 days. When I was a fighter, it was six weeks, okay? Uh, But the thing is, I said, no sex for 10 days. It'll be just for discipline, all right?
0: And like the new age guys, right? Like the influencers, what's crazy about the influencer boxers like Jake Paul is that they, you'd think like, ah, they're not obeying these folk ways. They've done the same thing. Like Jake Paul's coach, I was doing my research for this, And I, I have been. It's extensive. I pulled Google Doc. Um, they say how much worse Jake Paul is after he has sex before sparring. My coach BJ will be like, "Did you have sex last night?" It, it, you can tell without me even saying anything.
1: He's just slower. He's not as good. He's not as quick. He's not as as fierce. He's not as aggressive. It's just it's obvious to a guy who's been around boxing for you know I'm 42. I've been around boxing for you know 33 years. So I see it very quickly. And ancient warriors, they deprive themselves and they sacrifice certain things before they go to battle.
0: I, I don't know the exact demographics of the Vuh Finds Out audience. I do know that it's not all dudes. I do want to acknowledge how, how unbelievably um dude-ish <laughs> my curiosity was at the start. And so I do feel like it's worth noting that in repudiation of this ancient tradition of warriors in battle um, is someone like Ronda Rousey. You know, MMA fighter was a huge deal at one point. I want to point out that she believes this. Traditionally in sports, there is a theory that you don't have sex leading up to a contest.
3: Mm -hmm. Football, basketball, baseball, save your energy. You buy into that?
4: Well, my my godfather is a doctor. And he told me that with men, it does temporarily lower your testosterone. But for women, it raises it. And so it's actually good for you before a competition. And so I was like, good to know. <laughs> and plus you're so stressed out and it's a lot of anxiety, you know, leading up to a fight. So, you know, it helps. I find it helps.
0: The fact that there's this active debate about like, is this a competitive advantage, Dominique? is where this becomes a sports story to me. All of this to me is about performance and performance enhancement. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me for us to
3: try to figure out the best ways. And there's nothing, I think, that we feel that uh, controls us more than, like, how you behave in those times and how it impacts the way that you think and and operate.
0: Right. I mean, we can ostensibly control ourselves. Right. Like, we began— Is there another, like— Bodily functions the wrong way. Looking for word. another masturbation euphemism? No, no, no. I'm definitely, I've
3: had more than enough of that. I hate that about this episode. But I do think that I am looking for another, like, human experience that feels more, like, all-encompassing. Like, even eating doesn't feel like that, and that seems very core. Like, there's nothing else, I think, that you feel like your whole body is like, sort of, like, drugs. Like, it's nothing else that right. feels like your whole
0: body is involved. So, like, yeah, it's going to affect the way that you do anything. Yeah, well, th- I think that's the point, right? So, like, underneath all of this, and yes, I'm going to very awkwardly navigate, grope through the fog of this conversation. No more puns. I want to make a case for this concept. So we're walking around, and we're thinking about Orlando Cabrera. And we both have that instinct, I think, to try and understand as opposed to humiliate someone. Yeah, right. And so the case for him led us to this concept. And the concept is one that both of us knew immediately. It's something we've talked about previously if we're being frank with our audience. But do you remember where you first heard the term? Cuz I actually don't remember where I first saw it originate. You want me to say post-nut clarity? I just wanted to get us both on the record. Okay. Like post-nut clarity is a It feels like a phenomenon because there is nothing else quite like it. It's like reverse Hulk. (laughs) And it's like,
3: it's different for a different man, I think, probably. But you walk around much of your life feeling like the Hulk. But you know what? Sometimes you need Bruce Banner. You need the mild-mannered scientist to come out and help guide you (laughs) through some tough decisions and situations. And... I think some men can relate that the worst decisions that you have made have been because you were acting like the Hulk. And not every situation requires
0: Hulk smash. Some situations require Bruce Think. I want to get to the origins of this because post-nuclarity is one of those terms that's just been sort of like hanging out in the back of our heads, so to speak. Um, And conventionally, it got attributed to... uh, I don't listen to this podcast. I wonder if you've ever heard of it. Call her daddy. Yeah, I've heard of it.
2: The post clarity. The post We've talked about this. The post clarity is a real f***ing thing. It's after a guy comes. Yep. And his entire life flashes before his eyes. Everything becomes crystal
3: clear, 2020 vision. Yeah. And he's just like,
0: wow. And Drake. Drake, the rapper? When Drake is rapping... Post-Nug Clarity, I Came to My Senses.
3: senses.
0: This is him, I believe, coming to grips with the man that he just was. Lil Wayne is in that category, too. He basically says the same thing. I I I like the... the
3: philosophers that you are consulting on this—that's right, Drake and Wheezy, the whole Cash Money crew. What does Baby got to say? A Slim? <laughs> what does Slim say about <laughs> about this? I don't know. Juvie.
0: Unfortunately, Baby? what I have here is uh is a different rapper named Uno Deuce One, who wrote an entire song dedicated to this concept. And
3: I got nut on my chest embarrassing. I said, "What? Please don't stare at me." That's that clarity. Think about world hunger and organized religion also good parenting. Wow.
0: There's more of that for
3: the I, record. I mean, I'm disappointed that you did prep me and I couldn't listen to that beforehand
0: <laughs> cuz like he went so many different places. Yes, and landed at good parenting. Right, which is like which is where increasingly I am regretfully reporting that I also land. Yeah, You sort of like stop and you are hit with not just the tasks that you have to do on your to-do list, but right. also like the things that really matter to you in the clarity. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I need a, I, I should probably make some changes in my life. Yeah. This sort of stew of self-consciousness, right? If not shame, but just self, immediate, sudden onset, what feels like self-awareness, mm. right? Because for me, it's not, drake it's not it's not lil wayne it's not um uno deuce one um it 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 feels like les miserables what are you familiar with les mis oh my gosh what are you lots of i'm just saying lots of people think lots of people think that in les miserables jean valjean is singing about like the paris uprising of uh, 1832. i believe he's singing about what it feels like to look at your browser window Right after you finished, how can I ever face myself
3: again?
0: How can I ever face myself again? Is a feeling that I have felt post nut. Oh gosh,
3: I think I got to the bottom of this
0: whole thing. Where we started with the with the
3: (sighs) playlist. This might be an off camera conversation. I don't because
0: what you don't think musicals made their way into. Most people's sexmusic.tumblr.com rotation. Maybe people wasn't looking for Les Miserables.
3: Maybe people was looking... I don't follow. Okay. It's possible that people you know wanted somebody
0: who was listening to stuff about guns and drugs. So you clearly haven't seen Les Miserables then because there are a lot of guns. Stop it, Pablo. Stop it. You know what I mean. I, and yes,
3: it, 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 in everything that I do, I hope it's clear that I've never seen Les Miserables. Particularly that I would like it to be known. I want to leave, having that be. It, I don't want it to come up, like the whole date, whatever we're doing. I don't want Les Miserables to come up, but immediately after, while I'm in in um in clarity, I want her to be like, "Oh, I bet this mother ain't never seen Les Miserables." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sound the trumpets, it's horse racing time. So saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. So just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code PTFO. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18+, 21+, plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. post nut Clarity is a sports story. Okay. And I'm trying to explain, I mean, I, I want to... Ex- this is a sports show. Absolutely. Uh, everyone knows that. Many are saying this is a sports <laughs> show. I wanted to give some science to this, though. Of course you did, Les Miserables. Well, I feel like we need to be a little bit academic about this. Yeah, I feel like we do also. It gives us cover for all the other s*** we are So, my dad is a urologist. Yep. People may not know that. Um, if you've not heard of me talk about my dad as a LeBron James of Filipino urologist. That is what I consider him. Wow. What did he bring to the game? He was big on player
3: empowerment. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, good, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, shout out.
0: Shout Say out to, to the other Pablo Torre. Um, so when I asked him, I called him up, and I was like, and again, this is not easy for me to do because— Really? Yeah. Even your own father, you had to— Especially. Really? I, just, to give a sense of how Catholic my family is, me talking to my dad, who is literally a urologist... Yeah, that's blowing my mind. ...is uncomfortable when it comes to the things that you'd expect um, a urologist to be truly un- unconcerned with <laughs> Yeah, on the level of shame. Um, my dad is totally cool. Like, no problems talking about but this it at all. But it was you who were uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Hey, Dan. Yeah, hi. Hey, I'm recording something for my podcast. Yeah. Um. Do you know what uh, post-nut clarity is? Post what? Post-nut clarity. post net n e t. No. Post-nut clarity. I don't understand the word. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I, that's what I feared. Hmm? that's all right okay all right all good like that love you bye so what i learned though is important because the post nut clarity phenomenon is seemingly rooted in two theories about how the human body works one of them i think might be intuitive it's simply that an orgasm reduces stress because good hormones get released sounds right you know dopamine adrenaline like this is a parallel to like runner's high which I don't run, I don't experience that, but I'm told it's cool. No, it's, yeah, I, I've experienced
3: both and they seem different though, but I guess there is some clarity clarity in both. I think that um, some people say they think in the shower. I feel like um, there's a heart rate where I feel like my brain works better and I have fresher ideas in that space. And that could be similar to removing the fog of Reverse Hulk.
0: Well, I love, I love a walk. Yeah, I mean this. Similar. This episode was born. Yeah, on on a walk that we had. Um, that gets me and my and my blood flowing. But the second theory is about actual blood flow, and this one is the one where I'm like, oh, okay, there's there's something really happening here, because it's about the prefrontal cortex, Dominique.
3: So it's just they they use big words and you bought it because actually the hormones they sound that sounds real too. There are lots of syllables across all of these
0: theories. Oh, the more syllables the more true it feels. But here's the thing about the prefrontal cortex. Ooh, say brain names. Well, the, it's the part of the brain that regulates executive function. Oh. Okay? The executive, so to speak in this in this imagery, who is controlling impulses, social behaviors, Bruce. thoughts, and when we masturbate our blood evacuates the prefrontal cortex. I imagine this with, like, alarms going off, you know, like it's, like, the Death Star or something. Sirens or klaxons are blaring. Blood evacuates the executive chambers, like the bridge of the Star Destroyer or whatever. And he- this is also speaking to why I am bad to talk about sex. I'm going to Star Wars metaphors. Um, yeah. It goes down towards the genitals. Executive function evacuated, blood heading to the genitals. It results in a slowdown in activity in the prefrontal cortex. And so... When we are done, the blood returns. And that is clarity. Right. Our rational brain starts just humming so again. It's just like you are, which this makes sense. I think we hyperbolize this a
3: bit. Um, but it's like I'm in this state most of the time. Then you get aroused and you, and you. and that's when you actually turn into the Hulk and you don't think clearly. And then the come down from that is just you are returning to your normal state so quickly that you're like, oh. Who is that guy where like the the build up to that is slower. You're yes. like you look up and you didn't see yourself become the Hulk, but you became the Hulk and then all of a sudden in a split second you're back to normal, which that probably makes more sense than anything.
0: And I think it is the speed of it. That part feels magical. Right. It does. The fact that it's
3: almost it's I mean literally instantaneous. Because I think the the belief is that you're clearer than you ever are. Corre- in those like, moments after. Yes. But you're not, you're arguing, which I think I agree with, is no, you're not clearer than you ever are. You just return from fog to clarity in such a rapid uh,
0: motion that you now, yeah,
3: well, you, you whole- appreciate the difference.
0: Well, I think it's profound. It's, it's a profound thing that it is not just like an American thought that post-nut clarity happens. The Japanese, my oh, favorite, one of my favorite days, details about this. Oh. The Japanese have a word for this. It's kenja taimu. Taimu sounds like time. Mm-hmm. Time. Taimu is time. Kenja, as in kenja taimu. Kenja means wise man or philosopher. So philosophy time, you maybe. nut, and it's philosophy time. <laughs> and that and and it, it's defined. I mean, truly, post-coital clarity period after orgasm when a man is free from sexual desire and can think clearly.
3: So you believe the Japanese in that you can reach some heightened level
0: of clarity that you can't reach any other time. I believe that we are most enlightened post-nut. Because you're isolating, you're removing... I think think people... uh, I mean, are we talking pejoratively about horniness, about testosterone in that sexualized way? Yeah. Yeah, that's really what the clarity is indicating.
3: But, I mean, I think that we would all agree that, I guess, eating, aside from eating, for most animals, procreation is like the strong, strongest impulse. If you remove that from your brain, is your brain freer to think clearly? Um, yeah, that seems reasonable. Um, this is a complete tangent, but Japanese is not like a Latin-based language. You're, about, you're stuck on that timeu thing. Yeah, timeu felt like yeah, completely inconsistent. It feels like you did some some pseudo research you're doing. I don't trust timeu. Really? That's how they say time.
0: It, it did occur to me. What was like? Is this is time? I, mean, I feel in like a Japanese. Hold on.
3: Yeah, I feel like we need to pause to get to the bottom is, of this because is timeu? I mean, Japanese is meaning, not. Am I right? Am I wrong? No, like, all I the, the same. All thought. the like Western languages that we like, they're all based on like Latin. Oh, uh, right? you know what? This you is know, pseudo Japanese, bull- it's kind
0: of like it is one of those, um, Englishified, yeah, sort of okay. like how in Spanish blue jeans are los blue jeans. <laughs> I think there's some of that happening,
3: yeah. okay? Cool, cool,
0: cool. So, I'm not sure if, like, yeah, ancient samurai were calling post nut clarity Kenja Taimu, okay? Cool, well, in, like I mean- feudal Japan. I liked it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly a good question.
3: It is philosophy time. <laughs> this sounds like a whole other episode. This is why you want to have me on all the time.
0: Well, but but your suggestion as to like how people can benefit from this—are we helping people now? I, I, the, the question of what does clarity, what does this clarity, what is PNC, what does that do for us in our in our jobs, in our various decisions? I
3: think that the benefit from this is understanding that PNF exists. Like, I think that's the, that's the... F- fog. Yeah. That's the... F- Pre-nut fog. Yeah. You can't do anything about the way that you, you work, but you can be aware of it and you can uh, make others aware of it. To the degree that it matters in your behavior.
0: Right. Well, look, and I want to be clear about this, too. I think that's fair. That, you know, I'm not saying that people should be jacking off at work. They should not be doing that. <laughs> yes, you're. You are absolutely saying that they should not be doing that. However, if there was a way to make decisions in full clarity, I think I'd want my, I don't know, my pilot to be a post-nut pilot. So now I get
3: why you refuse to accept my theory. It's important that your theory be true so that you can get these jack off stations all around all around the world. It's just so you could go in and think clearly because I don't believe that everyone needs to whack off in order to to operate at their highest level. I don't believe in Kenja Taimu. I don't think that you are in some enlightened state, higher enlightenment. I think that what you are feeling is the drastic drop from fog to clarity. And I think when you are, you might, I, I would believe that you might be at risk for getting foggier if you are not in that state, but I don't think that you are now clearer. So like a lot of this portion of this has just been kind of half joking about like post-nut clarity. And it's it's a sensation that I think guys are familiar with, but I think it's probably, it seems to me a bit nonsensical to think that while you're out there playing baseball or playing any sport, that whatever you did an hour prior or two hours prior uh has you in some state of mind that is even calmer or
0: better. Well, I believe that Kenja Taimu is 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 something worth chasing if you are flying a plane, if you are writing an email, if you are buying clothes, if you are walking up to the plate with the game on the line as Orlando Cabrera has repeatedly done. Wong is ready. The pitch on Cabrera.
2: He lines one in.
0: Red hero, walk off home run. Red Sox win it in the 12, 7-6. Cabrera leading off the bottom of the 10th. And he drives one deep down the left field line. God, if it stays fair, it's a home run. And the Reds win the ball game. Now the set on the pitch. Cabrera
3: with the drive, deep center field. It's over Jackson's head, and the Indians win again.
1: Got to touch first base. There he goes.
2: It's
3: their 12th straight win at home. And for the second night in a row, they win and walk-off fashion as Orlando Cabrera gets mobbed at first. Well, he's the guy you wanted at the plate. I mean, that's, that's right. A, that's a guy I would like to have at the plate.
0: I've seen him too many times.
3: You're damn right. So I This is not my show So I don't care That you tie it up Your in honor a nice, And nope You stop Your honor You stop You can edit it out If you want to But I demand my time This is not my <laughs> show So I do not care All right, if you reclaim, up. Your, reclaim your time I move. do not care If you tie it up In a nice pretty bow The way that you want it to be I know that that was meant To like prove your case But I was looking At the scoreboard On those clips Yeah Just a series
0: of game winners Yeah There's it, it some of them wearing the tenth inning, like yes, and that's the most impressive part of it. Well, he's a clutch time, clutch, clutch is- time. I know, but assuming it was before
3: the game, I'm assuming that it's not just before he walks out on the field. So, thirty minutes, hour before the game, that man's refractory period can't be that bad. <laughs> like what? What are we talking about? Uh, I guess you could argue that it puts him in the proper state of mind for the beginning of the game, and he can do some sort of mental exercises to stay in that game, stay in that state of mind for the entire game, but... So you're saying the seventh inning stretch should be something else also? Stop it. This is horse I might have been able to go along with you. You know where you made your mistake. You taimu'd me. That's what I'll... If if you would have kept it with real Japanese words, I might (laughs) have believed it because nothing like an ancient Japanese proverb to get people to believe that something is real.
0: But you hit me with a taimu. I was like, what is taimu? Your Honor... My perpetually masturbating client <laughs> is awesome. I just think it's funny that when I went back to look at like Orlando Cabrera, I was like, oh, "Okay, he's like not—he's not like a great offensive player. Didn't hit more than three hundred for his career. Not—not not really that close." But when the game was on the line, it was Orlando Cabrera timeu. So, how long does Postnut Clarity last for you? Ooh pnc i don't i'm tired pnc of saying, i know yes, i so, feel i feel i feel so gross, gross yeah. um but you i don't though you're pretending to feel gross <laughs> i know you as the son of a urologist i can report that it probably lasts anywhere between like five minutes and a couple hours dude i mean the capacity it just feels like you can go and do work yeah this is maybe i have a different experience than you what, okay, the, what's yours
3: the clarity is the moments after, the few minutes after, and then I feel normal again. Mm. Yeah, it's not like that um, a immediate, like cold water. Like, oh, wake up! That's what I got.
0: That is a few minutes after, and then I feel like myself again. The biggest difference between between us on this clearly is that yourself, PNC, yeah, and yourself, uh, pre they feel more recognizable to each other than yeah. than i think a lot of the internet and me
3: yeah i think my walk
0: around is a little
3: is a little cooler than <laughs> your walk around i think generally i got a cooler walk around my hulk and bruce are closer to each other on the map so like you're like smart hulk or dumb bruce
0: <laughs> mm. yeah my bruce my bruce loves uh he loves just like fucking, you know writing emails <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. Me neither. I, yeah, I like where we ended up. <laughs> Good old
3: classic Pablo <laughs> jump pass. <laughs>
0: Okay, so at this point, I did want to point out that I actually did write an email to an expert who is not my dad, or a dude, for that matter. An expert named Dr. Rena Malik.
1: I am a urologist and pelvic surgeon. So for people who don't know, a urologist is a surgeon and medical doctor of the genital urinary tract. So that includes the kidneys, the tubes that drains the kidneys, the bladder, and the genitals for both men and women.
0: And the good news is that Dr. Malik has absolutely heard about all of these pre-game rituals before.
1: There's a lot of, um, mantra of like no sex before a big game, right? Like, like you gotta, you you gotta avoid sex because it's going to increase your testosterone, make you more aggressive, um, and, and all that. But ultimately in the data, and again, this is not well studied, but in small studies, it has not shown to be truthful in terms of increasing your testosterone. Now, could it be that you're a little sexually frustrated when you go play a game and that makes you more aggressive? Sure. It could be. And some people do find that an advantage, but but some people like having the routine, right? If they're someone who has daily sex, and you're now taking that out of their routine, that can cause actually worse performance in a game or athletic feat. I think especially this, like, don't have sex before the game day. Like, it can be really stressful for some people, and like, it it is actually harmful. Like, if you're if you're like, oh God, coach told me not to, and I'm like super anxious and stressed and revved up, and like, it's not helping me because I go to the game and all I'm thinking about is like you know, how I'm so uncomfortable in my own skin.
0: Which is a great defense of our guy Orlando Cabrera, for the record. And Ronda Rousey, too, by the way, who Dominique and I mentioned before, who has none of the typical hang-ups about pre-fight sex. But when I asked Dr. Malik about how women, like Ronda Rousey in specific, fit into this story, what she immediately told me about was a larger issue.
1: Women are very understudied in terms of science, right? So like if you look up the word penis in the scientific, the PubMed, which is where you look up scientific articles, you're going to get 50,000 results. If you look up clitoris, you're going to get 2,000. So it's significantly understudied.
0: Which, yeah, sounds like a significant problem. And so as to the question of whether women also experience post-nut clarity, I asked Dr. Malik for her informed opinion?
1: I think ultimately, yes, they probably do. And I think, I think certainly there's a, a number of release of hormones after any sort of uh, climax, and that can be including things that will help you focus. So I think it really varies person to person, but I would venture to say yes, that they probably do have post-intercourse or masturbation clarity.
0: In the spirit of journalistic inquiry, Dominique, um, I had to make a call. To some other athletes in our focus group, who uh, know a little bit something about, um, you know, being great.
4: But yeah, so I go to her hotel. You guys are in for the night. Big game tomorrow. Finals. Sue got none. Sue got none. Mm. Sue got none. No, this- Meg- Maggie was tired. <laughs> I was doing a pre nut clarity. <laughs> and it worked. And it worked. I won the World Cup and I was the best player and scored the most goals and took Trump down. Oh. Boom. And that's, I'm just. And equal pay. And equal pay.
0: This is Megan Rapino, if you didn't recognize that voice, sitting next to uh, her fiance, Sue Bird, two of the greatest athletes in the world.
4: I think there is something to the stress relief, like. I've even heard, especially with women, like, during their menstrual cycle, masturbating can be, like, a pain reliever. I think it does regulate you and put you more in touch with your sort of, like, own body or whatever. It's kind of, like, can be grounding. In terms of, like, is it going to give you sort of clarity or not? I never really— I've never heard of that. i never heard of that. Yeah, like, I've, you know— had sex four games, haven't had sex four games, masturbated, not. Like, I just feel like it's like, whatever. Yeah,
3: I know. Um. They have great sex, I'm sure. <laughs> they're so, they're just so like, I know. Comfortable with each other.
0: Yeah, they're just so much cooler than me. Yeah. Is one they're thing. so comfortable with each other and
3: comfortable with this conversation. I, I I see my people when I, I recognize my people when I see my people. What? Good sex havers? Just people who are confident and comfortable. It would be ridiculous for us to think that their experience was completely different from ours, but it seems like there's something to it
0: yeah. for them. Even
3: though she was kind of, it felt like uh, Megan was dismissing it right? to some degree. She then went on to kind of explain clearing of mental space and uh, and understanding that
0: it does something to you. Well, the something though, where it rises to the threshold of like, this is a, a clarity, a phenomenon, as opposed to just like, well, now I'm thinking about something else. That's where I, I I wanted to, again, focus group in this case of two, sample size of two, but I wanted to get into like, okay, how different is it in terms of what men feel versus what women feel with, you know, Sue?
4: I feel like women definitely, they're, I'm going on a little bit of a limb. Women in their PNC, yes. I don't know if it's clarity, there is Not generally, that's not how I want to say this, but there has been instances where I've sensed more emotion, like tears or just like emotional moments in that moment. Mm. But again, it's all wrapped up in hormones. I've never... Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never experienced that with a guy. No guy's ever cried after
3: men and women are so incompatible so <laughs> in some ways. Because you, what, what she's describing is kind of the opposite. Right. You know, like, I mean, I guess to some degree when you're with someone who you really want to be with, you're like, it's more of a content, but it's not like emotionally moved to tears. Like, it's not like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. It's more like, all right, yeah, that was great, wasn't it?
0: Accessing feelings, right? It's interesting. Like, the clarity is a very clinical idea. Right.
3: Maybe it's a stretch, but, like, it does also feels like, feel like a clarity. They've cleaned the windshield or they've removed the fog and they just see something differently, or they see something different than what we would see. Or, you know, it's like, it's now clear to see what is most important to you, which is where we kind of started, why you were saying um, part of what you, you think about is, like, being a good parent.
1: Right. right. You know,
3: it's like, it's, this is a time where everything is kind of clear in my mind and I can see the things that are most important. And... That's, like, for you, it's parenting and writing emails, apparently. But for them, it's their emotional connection, which, like, as as gross as part of this episode has been, like, it's it's beautiful. Yes. It's, it's beautiful for them and for anybody who feels that.
0: I don't know if people listening to this understand how genuinely uncomfortable I have been at times during this episode. It started with the most earnest of curiosities as to, like, Orlando Cabrera, good or bad at his job because he does this thing? And then it became a reflection on what it means to be yourself as as sex is concerned and masturbating is concerned. And generally, I mean, I, I think oh, it's called good
3: profile or essay writing Pablo like this is this is a thing that's about that pretends to be about this small insignificant thing which is really about like the human experience like isn't that what all great award-winning essays are about. You just made an award-winning podcast, Pablo. Be proud of it. Yes. And also, like, you're getting paid for it, and you also have edit power. So if you're uncomfortable with how this went, imagine how I am. I did this for free, and who knows <laughs> what parts of this you're going to show. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trusting you. This is called being a friend. I try to be the best friend that I can be. I try to be the best uh, analyst I can be. Try to be the best lover that I can be. And it's something
0: that you should, I mean...
3: Just be the best at everything.
0: That's all. What I found out today, Dominique, is that um, you really do care about my pleasure.
3: <laughs> you couldn't get out of here with it. Like, you pretend like you are uncomfortable with all this stuff, but you're really just gross. And you <laughs> like to be gross. Like, I actually am not uncomfortable with the conversation, but I'm actually a little bit concerned with how it's going to ter- turn out. You don't give a shit. You're pretending like you are so that I feel comfortable,
0: but you don't give a shit. Can we hear a uh, Uno Deuce One again? No. I got nut on my chest. Embarrassing. I said, what? Please don't stare at me. That's that post-nut clarity. Think about world hunger and organized religion. Also good parenting. Dominic Foxworth, one of the uh the best parents and friends that I know and have. Thank you for uh going on this Odyssey into the human experience. You're welcome. This has been Pablo Torre Finds Out, a Meadowlark Media production. And I'll talk to you next time.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why?